I favor one person of the Trinity more than the others some days. And he doesn't even spank me. It's amazing. It's amazing how loved you can be and still be like wrong.
bargain for pennies anymore. Well, that offends someone's poverty spirit right off the bat. Might as well kill the demons right away so you can receive more. judge others. You can always tell who's been eating off of Satan's tree in the garden by the eyes. The eyes of the heart or the eyes of the flesh. Satan and Jesus, two trees in the garden right there in the eyes. Why are his eyes flashing like fire in Revelation 1? Because he sacrificed his natural vision for the fire of the Holy Spirit vision. So must we also. Alright. Otherwise, you're going to be completely wrong about everything you think you know. Stubborn, unteachable, goat like, 
satanic, parasitical, whitewashed tomb, broods of vipers everywhere. Because we didn't pull our eyeballs out of our heads and let the Holy Spirit be our vision. Hallelujah. We praise the Holy Spirit as our Savior and not Jesus. <laughs> yep, let the demon die. Jesus is not offended by that because the Holy Spirit is Jesus. If you're offended by the Holy Spirit as your Savior, you got a religious demon in you. It's true. <laughs> Burn it out. Say something crazy like that. I praise the Holy Spirit and not Jesus. Just have fun. He's not angry at you. You need to get free, man. It's just crazy. It's crazy how much bondage is tolerated in Christianity right now. It's practically an SS prison camp right now. Some days I favor other persons of the Trinity more than others. It's not you today, Jesus. It's Holy Spirit Day. Oh my gosh, if you can't say stuff like that, man, you're in bondage. Because it's funny, it's fun, it's free, and the Trinity's laughing at you and with you. He needs you to wake up <laughs> and grow a personality. <laughs> I praise you, Holy Spirit, as my Savior, but not you, Jesus. <laughs> How dare you? Listen, we're going into tabernacles. You're going to finally know God the Father as your Savior. forgiven except the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. So if you haven't seen receive the Holy Spirit as your Savior, you're blaspheming. Still in Passover, we got enter Pentecost and Tabernacles. Salvation grows from Jesus to the Holy Spirit to God the Father. Amen. Red Sea, Jordan, Zion. Let's wake up now. I to wake up. Amen. I'm speaking to myself. Sorry. There's still a lot of Jesus in there. Red Sea, not enough. Jesus is not enough. Jordan, not enough. Holy Spirit is not enough. Zion, Father God, finally you've arrived. Glory. And almost nobody in Christianity is there yet. Truth in you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Glory. Let that just burn through your hearts.
<laughs> so you can get actually saved. <laughs> it's been pretty lonely here. <laughs> it's like three people in Mount Zion. <laughs> and they're all jerks. Because <laughs> they literally know it all, you know what I mean? Bring us some new people or to mess with. <laughs> Don't make your golden calf on the side of the mountain. Bring it to the mountain and make it with the Father. Otherwise, he's jealous and will throw you in the lake of fire. <laughs> and we encourage you to bow down and worship the golden calf, which is Jesus' muscle back here on his leg. Amen? Come on. <laughs> Made of gold. Yeah. <laughs> I know your problem is, man. You haven't been worshiping the golden calf enough. <laughs> yeah. Jesus' leg muscle. Come on. Be a little hairy, <coughs> but you know he's clean. That shows you how far up the body, the mountain, they made it. They only made it to the calf. <laughs> they didn't make, they didn't make a golden belly or a golden breast or a golden head. <laughs> it's a golden calf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy. Shabba. God bless America. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm just going to focus tonight on his presence. Because once the scripture takes you into his presence, it's fulfilled its purpose. It's a launching pad into the presence of His glory. That's the only reason you have a Bible on earth. And almost nobody uses it for a launching pad to fly in the Spirit. They're like total Pharisees. <laughs> it's true. You have the Scripture on earth to ascend in the Spirit into heaven. You always have the Bible on earth, but you have to bring your heart and mind through the Bible in the Spirit into the heights of heaven and grow up in the Spirit from the foundation of the Logos Word. If you stay at the Logos, you're still serving demons. You have to go through the Logos, through the cross, through Jesus, into the Spirit, to the Father, and begin having tabernacles with the Father. 
the Father as your head covering, and once you know the Father as your tabernacle, then you cover all flesh on earth. We've barely even gotten through the Word into the Spirit yet. That's why it's like everyone's an infant in Christ, because we didn't even use the Bible properly. Yeah. Yeah, you're either grounded in the Word on earth, or grounded in the Word in the kingdom. One keeps you grounded, the other one accelerates you. That's why you're all infants. Obeying the Spirit, all the way to knowing the Father in His bright glory cloud through your face at all times. You can always tell a person's actual obedience to Christ by how much of the brightness of the Father is tabernacled in their hearts and minds and upon their souls. Everyone that knows the Father glows with His glory. They can say they, they know God. None of them do. Not a single one does unless they're glowing in His glory. This is a major wake-up call. And religion's about to be burnt out of everyone's brains with the true tabernacling of the Father. That's what comes forth now. This is the Father's deal. The sons of God reveal the Father Himself in all of His glory. Religious people are squirming. They're going to get it the worst. The rebellious people are getting energized like they're on mess. Religious people, prideful people, literally feel like they're being attacked and dying from God the Father. The ones that claim to know Him but are, are His actual enemies. That's how opposite carnal Christianity is from Father God glory anointing entity. It's a completely different kingdom that these people have been serving. They've been serving Jezebel. They've got the mark of the beast. Serving religion in the brain is as wicked as you could possibly be on earth. The occult is not as deep in witchcraft as Christians that serve Christ in their brain. That's the maximum height of wickedness and sorcery that exists in the universe. A carnal Christian is the highest level witch that exists. It's true. That's what the whore of Babylon, Revelation 17, that we're wrestling every day is what we're dealing with right now. A lying witch that swears she's right about everything she knows in her brain, but is an actual servant of the Antichrist, which is flesh Christianity. Serious, because I'm still getting attacked constantly by these carnal Jezebel-serving Christians in the charismatic church. Constantly. There's one in a thousand charismatic Christians that speak in tongues that actually have the river mind of Christ. It's about one in a thousand. It's actually much less than that. Absolutely clueless. 
to put it politely. We gotta humble ourselves. We're gonna get so humbled. Aren't you excited to get humbled? Oh yeah. Oh, thank you for humility, because that's the river. That's the glory. More humbling. Humble us completely through all our brains and bring all brains as stones into the river. Those are the gemstones of the rivers of living water. The nations washed in the water. Every brain constantly washed by God and not Satan. You want a prayer that works? You just say, God the Father, you hit like a woman. Is that the best you got? Show me how humble you can make me. Hit me with your best shot. And women are completely equal to men in every way. True. <laughs> Eve was equal to Adam in every single way. It's only the curse that says man has dominion over women. I tell you what, when you're being restored to the Garden of Eden, these people's demons will go crazy on you. They're controlled spirits. There's no male or female in the spirit, guys. That's what scripture says. There's no Jew or Gentile. There's no Greek or Hebrew. There's no male and there's no female. It's the Holy Spirit equally inside each other's bodies. The flesh counts for nothing. It's stardust. You can identify with creation instead of the creator. Idolatry. That's the serving of Satan. When you don't identify with your mind as a Holy Spirit creature in Christ. Amen. Big time idolatry getting melted down this season. The true revelation, the perfect purity of the sons of God will absolutely incinerate people's idolatry of everything in the natural dimension as if it has any value whatsoever. The only thing that has value is the Holy Spirit. True treasures and jars of clay. You are all jars of clay. Who values the Holy Spirit as their treasure? They're the only wise people in the world. Everything else is total foolishness. Strong God Yeah, there's no Dala trees in the garden. Unbelievable. Let the God Cup punch you in the face. <laughs> like strong drink for the mature. And just let it burn out your whole brain and every opinion in there. I tell you what, we don't have opinions in the kingdom. We don't have opinions. Opinions are demons. We have God Cup. I have a river. I don't have opinions. I come with a river of actual substance because I'm not a freaking Pharisee and hypocrite from hell. Oh my God, let's wake up. <laughs> Amen. I come with God cup. Glory. Let it punch you in the face. We need to get punched in the face with the new wine. We need spiritual enemas. 
spiritual enemas for everyone. I don't care how right you think you are. There's a higher level of cleanliness for your butt. <laughs> your spiritual butt. <laughs> Holy Ghost. <laughs> Lift us up like a geyser. Clean us out. Clean, clean our spiritual colon. Cleanse our bowels to release pure compassion. Forgive us for being total hypocrites. Idolaters of knowledge and satanic in every way. Prideful like the fallen angels in every way. Everyone gets a spiritual enema today. Oh, Amen. Gush of God up everyone's butt. Bam. Loose. Woo. Oh, I feel good. He just lost 50 pounds. <laughs> Glory. Wow. Hope the angels cleanse that. Make it all sparkly. Thank you, Jesus. And it's all in the spirit, so don't give me your psyllium husk garbage. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Amen. People need to hear that stuff because they'll think, man, I'm really clean. And you're the dirtiest one here. Yeah, I, I'm glad I take silly of us. <laughs> That's how the beast brain thinks. <laughs> it's true. If I hadn't dealt with it 10,000 times, Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh wow. my God. Oh man. and you need an enema. <laughs> the river of life is our high colonic. Oh yeah. Truth anyhow. Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit Day. Not you, Jesus. Father, you're going to have to wait. Holy Spirit, 
our Savior from the curse. The Bible says, John 14, 16. The word paraclete actually means Savior from the curse. Savior from the curse. Does Jesus alone save you from the curse? No. The Bible says no. He's the Passover. You need Pentecost. You need the Savior of the Holy Spirit, which is your enema. And is the Holy Spirit enough? No. He's not. You need the Father after that. Come on, guys. Don't settle for fire insurance. You won't be saved in this generation with just fire insurance. You probably blaspheme the enema or something. Yeah. Become the enemies of the Holy Spirit. I don't need an enema. I'm good with Passover. I got the whole Bible memorized. You're a freaking Pharisee and an Antichrist. It's the golden cow. Amen. They're barely even teachable, y'all. I can't learn nothing new. I'm too self-righteous for that. How dare you bring me fresh manna? I've been on a steady diet of mold for 40 years. Progressively dying in the wilderness. And your life is the fragrance of death to me. Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Comments here. Mm, just judging you. You know the heart is the judge of righteousness. Do you know that there are two trees in the garden that are always judging? There are two thrones. Mm -hmm. Song of Solomon actually says the throne of Jesus is made out of wood that doesn't decay. But we know in Paul's epistles it says that all the wood, hay, and stubble is of Satan, the evil one. <clears throat> so both thrones are made out of wood. It's the two trees in the garden. Mm -hmm. The throne of Jesus is the white throne judgment seat, but it judges from the heart. Mm -hmm. The throne of Satan judges from the brain. Simple as that. You can tell if a person's serving the throne of Satan or the throne of Jesus by every judgment they make all day long. Night and day. Light and darkness. Simple as that. Isaiah 11, and he shall not judge with his eyes. Oh, whoa, because he's going to be a spiritual creature judging by the Spirit out of his heart. Oh my God, imagine that. He's going to be a real Christian. We're going to have finally the first true follower of the Holy Spirit ever. Oh my goodness. Of many true followers of the Holy Spirit to come. Glory to God. Yeah. Even the amen is moldy. 
We're going to go from the Amen into the Omen. The, the Omega. <laughs> because in the, whoa, in the Omega, in the Omen of God, is the Woman of God. Uh, Omen? Hallelujah. Amen to Omen. Glory. Mm. We had a wonderful time at Love Fest down in Orlando. Tons of people watching. Couldn't believe the numbers. Not a single one donated, though. <laughs> 1,500 people each, sec each session watching. Not a single donation, so got a lot of idolatry to melt down in people's hearts. Almost no cheerful giving whatsoever. Not even mad about it, it's just what we're dealing with in the body of Christ. That's where people are at. Let that just burn you up a little bit. And if it's not you, just duck and let it hit the person behind you. If you're clean, nothing can convict your conscience. But if you're guilty, you'll be offended. If you are guilty, the word's going to stick to you and be like, Yep, that's me. I'm stingy. I don't give. I just take. I'm fearful. Full of poverty. Uh-huh. Time to really repent. Time to live out of the glory. The glory is also known as prosperity. Oh my gosh. Yep, and we instantly lost several people from the live stream. This is the main demon spirit you're dealing with. You think, oh, it's be, it'll be a doctrine issue. Nope, it's idolatry of money or not. Gold in the river or not. Money in the river, controlled by the river or not. Jesus Christ specifically said your salvation was based on if you had your money controlled by the river or you. He clearly spelled that out over and over again. Were you in control of your money or was the river? Have you brought the gold to the river? That's salvation or damnation. The only time in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that Jesus Christ of Nazareth threatened eternal damnation was for rich people who would not allow the Holy Spirit to control their finances yeah. in the Bible. I've read it a thousand times. It's shocking, but that's what he said. You're like, oh, you're just greedy. No, I'm just biblical, bringing it to you from the glory, and that's one of the main idols in America. It's not even minor. It's probably the main thing you're dealing with in the USA, and they're all just like, kumbaya, kumbaya, but don't even tell me the truth about idolatry in America. Don't even, you don't you dare even talk about money. Jesus Christ talked about money more than heaven, hell, faith, and love combined. More than heaven, hell, faith, and love combined. Jesus Christ in the red letters. That's how much he talked about finances. And if it causes discomfort in your spirit, 
There's no question. You're demonized right now. There's no question. How do you do it? Bring your money into the river. Start giving repentance unto life. Bring your money, your buying power of the natural realm into the river and let the river of life set you free from Satan. Amen. Very important. Glory to God. Like a Man, my ears start burning. This is exactly what needs to be preached, you guys. It is so severe in our tribe. This message right now, it has to be burned through. People are totally deceived about finances and about the river and about gold, about money, all of it. Jesus had a treasurer treasurer someone who controlled his money bags only kings have treasurers Jesus is the king of kings he walks on streets of gold what are the streets of gold people that bring financial offerings prescribed by the new covenant written word into the living water to walk on gold built by the apostles sent from the presence of God clearly written in the New Testament. But almost nobody obeys it right now. Almost nobody, trust me. Almost nobody obeys it. Only 3% of born-again Christians tithe in the USA. Tithing's Old Covenant. If you can't give 10% and you're arguing the Holy Spirit, listen, but Church of Acts gave 60%, 70%, 80%, and these people are offended at 10%. Totally controlled by Satan and not the Holy Spirit. It's disturbing. It's very disturbing. It has to be dealt with. You cannot serve God and be stingy in finances. You have to be a cheerful giver. Otherwise, you're not actually serving Christ. You're a total hypocrite. Amen. Oh, man. <laughs> so you take that word and just let it cut you. You get drunk. You'll get set free from Satan today. Very important. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We just honor the Holy Spirit River as God, as our provider, you know? This real Christianity, finally. We're going to serve the living water as the most valuable substance on earth, the Holy Spirit. And we're going to build what the Father wants to build in the river, by the water, not outside the river, by the brain. We're not going to be another generation of anti-Christ, Jezebel-serving Christians using the gifts for self instead of the Father's city and the Father's temple of the Holy Spirit living water. It's an abomination that's been going on for decades to this very moment. Almost nobody has the interests of God the Father in mind. Very true. Time to get real. Thank you, Father. I just get so grieved every single day. I just have to release the word. I'm just continuously tormented by people's disobedience. Super deceived, paranoid, fearful, and idolatrous, and immoral. When your obedience is complete, you'll be swift to punish all disobedience to the living waters of the Holy Spirit, it is written. And it's time for punishment. A 
upon the hypocrites. Punishment. What are you going to punish them? With the energy of the Holy Spirit. How dare you threaten me with heaven? But heaven is a threat to the doers of their own thing. They're very threatened. You see them panicking everywhere. He's going to burn their hearts up with unquenchable fire of the living water. Amen. No one's more excited about it except this tribe. Amen? Amen. Just melt people's hearts. Melt their brains. Melt people's brains right into their bellies. That they might say one true thing in their whole life from their spirit and not their flesh. In Jesus' name. And that's exactly how it is. Let zeal for the Father's house consume you. What is this house? New Jerusalem and nothing else. Don't even tell me your church is the house of God. Disgusting. Boasting in the tabernacle of Molech. An abomination. Start building the New Jerusalem. Time to get real. city. The greatest hint that the whole city is underwater is that its gates are pearls. Pearls rest at the bottom of the ocean. Come on. (laughs) You know what the bottom of the ocean represents? One who is completely sanctified perfectly by living water rests at the bottom, fully sunk and drunk, with no self left at all, fully consumed by God the Father for His name, His house, His will, and nothing else, no matter how ugly it looks, to Jezebel possess people everywhere. Amen. Somebody needed to hear the truth tonight. Maybe you'll get set free. Glory. This is the gospel that will get you martyred. (laughs) Good. Season on everyone's swimming. 
You need to drown. You need to be sucked down to the bottom. Participate with the pearls of great price. Finally becoming relevant to God the Father at the bottom of the sea of glass. That's the only place you'll ever know God the Father in your entire life on earth. You've been harpooned through your stomachs and sucked down to the bottom of the sea. And we do fight. We try to paddle up, you know, because you're killing me, Holy Spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit's here to kill you. That's his whole purpose in life, is to kill you. Kill the beast. Kill the dog paddling. Kill the floating on the surface waters. Kill self. And to fully kill self so dead that there's nothing left there except the Holy Spirit. That's a person that lives at the bottom of the sea. That's a real pearl. That's a real Christian, finally. There's like 20 in the whole planet right now, to be honest. It's very rare. I mean, almost nobody walks in this stuff in the whole world. That's why we've been telling you it for so long and just getting so much resistance. And, you know, it's just a desperation for people to sink, to be slain. You have an anchor. What's the anchor? The bottom of the sea. For your soul to sink and stop trying to live above the water in the dry air. What's he called, Satan? The prince of the power of the air. You're not supposed to be in the air. You're supposed to be in the water. And not ankle deep. Not calf deep. (laughs) Waist deep, shoulder deep. Your soul has to be an anchor at the bottom. And your soul stays down there. And you don't come back up for the temptations of the fallen angels, the birds up there are like, hey, I got some better in you, it won't be so painful. You can please the self-nature. You can be a little bit of a hypocrite. You can be a little idolatrous. You don't have to give finances into Red Letter Ministries. Just take every day. You, you can be a total hypocrite. You don't have to sacrifice. Jesus did it all for you. And all these fallen angels tempt people in the air to not go down to the water, to not sacrifice the soul. There's no obedience in the air, only in the water. And just because you gave your soul a splash of water doesn't mean you've arrived at anything. You go down to the bottom as an anchor, and then the pearl grows by your daily sacrifice of your brain until it's big enough for people to walk through your sacrificed soul into the city of New Jerusalem. That's how the pearls of the city gates are formed. People that are constantly at the bottom of the ocean. Never coming up. Always sacrificed. Always crucified. Always speaking the Father's word. No matter how painful it is. How unpopular it is. How much people just will hate you even more. You speak what the Father says to kill the beast dog paddling on the surface waters and to slay it and sink it into the bottom of the ocean. Every word should be a harpoon, a double-edged sword. What's a sword used for? To kill people. Hello? Are you using the double-edged sword to kill people or to pat them on the back sideways, pat their flesh on the back, pat their carnal mind? Nearly everyone's sword that I've ever seen They use the sword of spirit to pat people's brains. Good job. You filled your head with information about Jesus. You're a good little antichrist. 
You're a good mark of the beast. That's a good beast nature. Petting their sin. Petting their pride. Why do you think we deal with continuous pride every single day? There's not one day that goes by that we don't deal with Cain continuously. Because pride is pet, petted in every church in the world. And the ocean and the drowning and the anchor and true pearl bottom of the water Christianity is unknown in the world right now. Unknown and hated and called cult right now. That's how sick Jezebel's church has made things in Christianity in America at this moment. Very serious. It's life and death. That's why people just completely unprepared for true kingdom biblical Christianity. They become the enemies of kingdom Christianity by serving Jezebel. That's the immediate reaction. How many of you guys reacted that way when you first came around Red Letter Ministries? All of you. Because you were trained in Jezebel's whoring church to serve the brain instead of the Holy Spirit. You've been raised in Babylon the Great and you're coming out of the Great Tribulation. And that's our job. That's what we're sent from the presence of God to do. To deliver you entirely from false Christianity. And to represent our Father accurately and the Gospel accurately in the Water Temple and in the New Jerusalem. And it's completely different than everything you've ever known. Because everything you've ever known is a lie from Jezebel. It's true. The most demonized people we ever had in our interns are the ones that went through all the Glory Stream internships. They just completely possessed, know-it-alls. Just horrible situations. We've had so many people, thousands and thousands, the more highly educated they were in the charismatic church, the more demon-possessed they were. It's true. Because <laughs> they're still eating from the tree of the knowledge of good after they're born again, even with the gifts of the Spirit. Pharisees love the gifts of the Spirit. Pharisees, Jesus called the Pharisees the sons of Satan. In Matthew, the sons of Satan, the very offspring of the fallen angels, were called Pharisees. And they loved resurrection, they loved signs and wonders, gold dust, the glory cloud, they loved speaking in tongues, they loved all the gifts of the Spirit. They were the charismatics. It's true. The Sadducees were the ones, no angels, no resurrection. To be a Pharisee is to be charismatic and not live in the living water. There are charismatic Pharisees everywhere. That's the main problem in America. It's not the evangelicals. It's the ones with the gifts of the Spirit that are still living out of the dry place. So that people's pinnacle of understanding Christianity has been Pharisees. Charismatic Phariseeism is the main blockage we deal with in 10 years of living water ministry from people actually entering the kingdom of heaven. So their charismatic churches are still outside the kingdom of heaven, thinking they know, but haven't even entered the kingdom yet. That's exactly the situation in the USA. 100%. That's why this destiny is just like Jeremiah. It's just weeping all the time because people are just completely wrong and don't understand and taught by demons, religious demons. you got to stay in the living water. Dependency on the Holy Spirit more every day. And the Word. Huh. 
and not the forms. Oh, Jesus, give us a vision for your kingdom. Give us a vision for New Jerusalem, a vision for the walls of flesh being melted down and becoming the walls of living water, the walls of deliverance, the eyes of unrighteous judgment and the critical spirit becoming the eyes of praise, the windows and the gates of praise and the fire of God so burn out our carnal nature that the Christ nature can shine forth in truth. What does Jesus call the Savior of the Holy Spirit? The Spirit of Truth. And it's like a reintroduction to the Savior. Not Jesus, the Spirit of Truth. The one that fully removes the curse of the fall from your hearts and brains by sinking you and slaying you into a deeper depth of the living water every day so you can live at the bottom of the ocean and become pearls, which are true disciples of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Glory, it feels so good to tell you the truth. We've lived this every day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Producing pearls, more true disciples. <clears throat> and the pearl is really just the beginning. You have to become a full-blown pearl before you can even consider tabernacles. We're going to go so far ahead of people, they just don't even know what the heck we're talking about. Oh my God. Fullness of Zion. Well, people are still mostly in Passover. And we're going to bring tabernacles. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to shake the world. It's going to be a suddenly, because the sons of God have been discipled into the promised land for decades. And most people are stuck in the wilderness using the gifts right now. Out there like ministering to the serpent nature and trying to save snakes and scorpions that are just continuously distracting you and they're calling it ministry when it's just strange fire. God wants you to cross the Jordan. God doesn't even want you to minister. He wants you to learn how to let the living water and the angels minister as you sit on his throne. That's what the Bible says of every overcomer that overcomes religious strange fire. And almost no ministry is teaching this in the planet right now. They teach strange fire. They teach wilderness Christianity. That's why everyone's just an infant in Christ. All the leaders, wilderness, here's how to be successful in the wilderness. Oh my God. You leave it. Then you get persecuted by wilderness Christians. You cross the Jordan and you enter Zion. You start to get into Zion. You start to rise up the mountain and be seated with Christ on the throne for His throne ability. Throne ability is rivers and angels and speaking and declaring and decreeing a thing and letting it be established. It is so different than Levitical human being doing the stuff ministry that almost nobody in the planet has entered it yet. That's the promised land. Is everyone going to go there? Almost nobody, almost no Christian will go there. You think Christians are going to, they'll never give up their works. They'll still remain forever Marthas. The majority of Christians 
are way too far gone. They'll, you think they're going to come into this? You've seen how it is. They'll never come into this. They'll be workers for eternity. Outer court, inner court, workers forever. There will be specific people set apart. There will be very few and far between. They will actually enter Zion. The rarest of the rare. And that's the people we're reaching out. That's If you're drawn here today, that's who you're called to be. Don't even look to anyone else. You rise and sit on the throne of Zion. You've been set apart for the hundredfold of the Holy of Holies to sit on the throne of Jesus as an actual overcomer and become a manifesting son and daughter of God with angel ability from the throne of angel power. Angels are the workers at the end of the age. Why? Because they finally overcame Levitical ministry and sat down in Melchizedek ministry, which is throne room ministry. Amen. It takes a huge sacrifice. Totally misunderstood. People will call you every name in the book. They'll say you're not producing the results. We can't support you because you're not giving to orphans and doing all the Mother Teresa stuff. And they'll just treat you like garbage all the time when you're actually just raising the standard of throne of God ministry. Oh, and there'll be, trust me, there'll be a thousand Marthas to every one Mary. You don't even have to look for the Marthas. That's like 99.99% of Christianity on the planet. What we want that produces the power of God on the planet that actually melts away the curse of the fall are Marys. Real Marys. And Mary is not at Jesus' feet with her hair mopping, pouring out, because that looks like works. Mary kept growing. 2,000 years later, listen, Mary is on the throne, ruling and reigning as the bride of Christ, the Shulamite on the throne, one with him in the marriage carriage, celebrating with his full ability. She's not down on his feet. She's not breaking the alabaster box. She's not wiping his feet with her hair. She's at the on the throne with him with an iron scepter, ruling with angel power, seven stars in her right hand, which are the seven archangels over all flesh. That's what Mary grew up into. This is Mary company. Hallelujah. Those who truly serve Him in the fullness of love. <laughs> Glory. Jesus. If you want to wash feet, you need to start washing flesh with the river of life and grow up. Thank you, Jesus. You need to start raining living water from the high place by a perfectly sanctified heart that the river of life has so lifted your heart up that you're actually in an elevation above flesh that can wash flesh. Come on. Talking about real kingdom Christianity from the Bible. Overcomers. Without it, Satan will rule forever. I'm sick of this crap. It's time to bring the real throne. <laughs> Amen. Because people are hungry for it. There are people looking for this and are being denied it everywhere because they're not taught the mature things of God. How to actually practically overcome. What needs to be repented of? The whole whore of Babylon, seven-headed beast, carnal-minded Christianity system is going to be burned into the lake of fire. Not a single drop of it will remain. Mike Pickle said, the entire expression of Christianity will be changed in our generation. And this is the change of what it's changing into. 
rulership from the throne of the Lamb of God and the bride of the Lamb on the same exact throne with the same exact ability from the same exact Father. Amen. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Amen. Glory. I love your holiness, Lord Jesus. Intensify your energy and our zeal for righteousness and holiness, integrity. Every moment, let a new area of our heart be pricked to burn and to be offered a sacrifice to the Holy Spirit's fire that we can be a spotless bride. Not a plank bride, but a spotless bride, a speckless bride. And you can only do that with the eyes of your heart glowing like Jesus in Acts chapter 9, the morning star. Those eyes of your heart, yeah, they're lit. You have Pentecost. whoop de frickin' do Let the eyes of your heart burn so bright that you blot out the noonday sun. That's the standard. That's tabernacles. Acts chapter 9. Jesus Christ as a ball of fire levitating 20 feet off the ground and blinding a man, Saul of Tarsus, with just his sheer presence. It's time for that kind of witness. The ball of fire, morning star witness, where the eyes of our heart have completely incinerated the eyes of our flesh. The full witness of the Father's glory, tabernacles, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let that suck in for a little bit. And it is life and death. And some of you probably won't make it. text message show later on, but I just want to end this here. I'll post this to the nations. It's a very important message.